I want to begin this podcast by clarifying a statement that I made last week because I believe that if left open for interpretation, it could be misleading. And it was in regards to Roe v. Wade and when a man has say-so over a woman's body. Let me say this so I'm crystal clear because last week I did my best to not fumble. I fumbled. A man never has a time where he can have control or say so over a woman's body. There is not a time when he can, um, as far as two people that, you know, in that situation where they're potentially having a baby, in regards to that situation, a woman is in control of her body and should always be in control and have the say so. It should not be where a man can make a decision over someone else's body in regards to having a baby. That is wrong. And I wanted to begin today's podcast by clarifying that. Is that a man does not and should not have a say-so over a woman's body. Just so we're crystal clear and everyone knows where I'm at. That's exactly how I'm starting the podcast today on May 23rd. (laughs) 2022 welcome to the good the bad and the funny podcast it's a very serious time and i know if you're tuning in for a little bit of comedy as always i've got to i've got to address these serious matters i've got to i've got to speak on it they can't be something that is left for for interpretation or you know left to be silent i'm sorry but we do not live in a time where you can conveniently choose to sit this one out. In my opinion, we are at the precipice of some very, very dangerous times, and it's all hands on deck. You have to get involved. You have to vote. The whole reason we have these types of situations that are coming up and we have to fight for women's rights fight for the LGBTQ rights. We have to fight for uh, minority rights and ethnic rights and whatnot and all these different things. It's like the 1960s again. It's like we're fighting for, you know, for civil rights all over again. And you cannot sit this one out and wonder what happened to the country that you thought you were living in because if you don't if you don't get involved and if you don't stop then all of these fanatical mindsets are just going to keep getting louder and louder and louder can't have it can't have that sorry separation of church and state cannot be blended between the two choosing over a woman's body and I've already addressed it in previous podcasts but it's just horrific horrific how is that even a, a, a possibility? How is that even a, a thing? People are going to be uh, tried. They're going to go to jail over making decisions for their own body. It's absolutely, absolutely ludicrous in my opinion. And it's not something that we should be deciding for a woman. It's a decision that she should be making for herself point blank period and end of story and I just wanted to clarify that point because as I said before 
my last podcast, if you listen to it, it's left open for interpretation after I listened to it. And I was like, you know what? That's not exactly what I meant. And I need to clarify it. And that's why I came on. And I would have made a podcast sooner. But as always, it's just been a crazy, hectic time. But I just, I want people to understand exactly who I am. First and foremost. Okay. Number one, I'm a family man. I have a family that I love. You're probably going to hear them in the background because they're they're playing a, a new game on the Nintendo Switch <laughs> and you may hear them laughing and you know what their laughter means everything to me their happiness means everything to me that's first and foremost I'm a family man the second thing is is that I am a veteran I'm a veteran first before I'm a comedian and I'm a uh, and an actor that's the way that's how I that's how I operate The reason why I say I'm a veteran first is because I take the responsibility of being a citizen seriously. I take the responsibility of being an active and vocal citizen for what is right seriously. It is why I am a registered voter. It is why I am speaking about matters. It is why I will always speak about matters. I will, and I promise you this to anybody that's listening, I promise you this, I will never be a person that would sacrifice or not only not sacrifice, excuse me, but I will never be a person that um, instead of jeopardizing a situation, not speak about a serious matter. I always will. I don't believe in allowing the bullies to be the loudest voices in the room. I believe that no matter what position, no matter what job you take, no matter what company you work for, if something serious is going on and you feel like you need to speak out respectfully, of course, not disrespectfully, but respectfully, you should have every right to do so. And not be in jeopardy of losing any potential opportunities or opinions as long as it's helping people. But there are, there are circumstances for those people that are negative, for those people that are not helping people, for those people that I want to discriminate, there are consequences for speaking out. Because we do not live in a society uh, and we do not live in a country where discrimination is going to be allowed. And for those of you that are thinking, well, I'm going to keep trying to change this and change that and allow you know, uh, religion into government and allow a religion into this, into the daily life, you forget the founding fathers. And you also forget that, you know, what, what one little victory you have is going to be changed. Ultimately, one of the best stats that I saw recently was, was a guy who broke down all the new up and coming 18 year olds. And he did it in terms of all of these potential new voters and what he was able to show based on the demographics and based on uh, education and whatnot is that there is going to be a huge huge swing of 18 year old voters brand new very very soon that are going to be able to be a part of the voting process and I think that's why that's why Republicans are trying to change voting laws. That's why they're trying to change, 
you know, making it more difficult because they want they want people, all these young people, they're going to start turning of age to vote. Go home. Why stand in line? Why go through that? No. Trust me when I tell you, this is this is they 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 know they know. All you have to do is go to a college and hear when somebody tries to speak disrespectfully, somebody tries to speak um, some sort of discrimination, whatnot, and how the kids, even in the reddest of states and areas, begin to chant for equality. It is why I know for a fact that anybody that tries to institute some sort of religious-based government, anybody that tries to institute some sort of discrimination, you're going to lose ultimately. But this is why you cannot sit on the sidelines. We have to get involved. We have to vote. And that's why I'm speaking about it now, even on my podcast. Those of you that are listening, you're like, what kind of talk radio is this? (laughs) This is the kind of talk radio that I'm going to talk about important matters. I have to. I have to. Number one, it's because it's an opportunity for you guys to absolutely understand where I'm coming from. Number two, maybe there's some talking points that I help you with. Because there's certainly talking points that I I learn. There's things that I watch, things that I read, things that I I, I understand and, and begin to understand that there's talking points out there that I didn't necessarily grasp. But then you start putting all this together and there you go. I just want people to understand, like for me, I don't debate a lot of people uh, in regards to politics, um, but mostly I, don't, I do not debate the, the, mag, the MAGA. I don't debate the MAGA. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. I don't. I don't debate them. Number one, because they're terrorists. And just like my country, I don't negotiate with terrorists. Just like that. can't that type of thinking there's no there's no uh you know when you don't care about other people you only care about your own agenda there's no equal playing field that 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 name calling i don't i don't i don't there's no justifying that the the alpha oh i'm gonna you know dominate this room and let everybody know i'm an alpha you're an asshole okay you're an asshole that's what you are. Okay. And nobody likes an asshole. <laughs> you know, it just, it's just for me, I, I think about it and I'm like, you know, I, I've been, we've been talking about this stuff for a number of years. And I really believe that there's been so much damage that has been done ever since Trump took office. I believe it set us back. And I think we're still fighting that. We're still fighting because now, even when a senator will, it will become public of things that they said that's discriminatory, they will not be removed. They're retaining, they're retaining their position. That's wrong. That recently happened in the news. There was a uh, Louisiana um, senator, I believe, or congressman, but from Louisiana who made a disrespectful comment on the statistics by removing and not counting uh, black mothers, um, I believe for uh, 
something with abortion and it was just just terrible terribly discriminatory you know and it's like it's it's a uh, horrific 2022 the 1960s which on record was what we would probably recognize this is a civil rights movement but let's say this 70 80 90 2000 the 2010s it's been 50 years 50 years since the 60s and we're still fighting for equality because that's what kind of, that's I thought in all, in all honesty I thought that these times and these things would not be an issue I knew that there was kind of stuff that was happening behind the scenes you knew when you had the good old boys you had a group of people that was like ah they're good old boys that still discriminate of course you knew that but now it's at a level where you have lawmakers not even begging to be the better person not even begging to lead by example they are leading by shit shit no leadership skills leading by lying leading by 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 uh believing in in far just far-fetched conspiracy theories QAnon and all this crap it's like listening to a flat earther <laughs> oh my gosh man I don't know what I did I don't know who I made angry at TikTok but for some reason I'm getting a ton of flat earth videos <laughs> and I just it, for me I'm like it's it's just ugh I can't stand when I when I hear the the flat earth you know the flat the 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 flat earth uh I you know theory and stuff like that it just it's it's just insane it's insane you know of of how, like I you know <laughs> flat earth okay all right just the one planet or are all the planets flat <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. I just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't get in, I can't get engaged with that type of thought process. It's, uh, unfortunately it is, it is a, a level of thinking that I, I just, it's, it's just ridiculous. So that's how I feel about that. But I, I have to encourage everyone. I have to, you know, demand that you get involved, you vote. Because you need to stop these types of ludicrous ideologies, these types of things happening. Got to get out and vote. Okay? And when you're done voting, then we can talk about Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Johnny Depp trial, bro. Goodness. Or bro et. Whoever is listening, I, you know, the, the Johnny Depp trial is, is, is really, you know, it's... It's taken a, uh, a turn. I think, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with everybody, and this is how I feel about it, okay? I feel like, number one, Johnny's got some problems. He definitely needs some substance abuse counseling, okay? He needs some help. He needs some help with using uh, drugs and then also abusing alcohol. Definitely think he needs some help. Because when you put yourself in those types of states, you open yourself up to negative types of people. <laughs> and I... 
I believe it, at least uh, I'm coming away with the thought that, you know, Amber is not a very nice person. Amber has a lot of issues. And, you know, that whole process of recording, uh, you know, when you're when you're in an argument, like how many times are you going to record before you just walk? Like, just walk. Like, if you got to keep recording because somebody's outbursts are are out of control, just walk. Get out the relationship. But for it to continue and to go down this this road, it just this is crazy. I mean, it makes for great TV. <laughs> like I'm glued to it. I I can't tell you how much it irritates me when I see uh, Amber when she speaks to the lawyer and stuff and then she first she'll turn to the jury and speak to the jury and I'm like what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing why are you speaking to the jury like that I, I just just talk to the lawyer the jury knows you're speaking you don't have to keep turning and looking at the jury you don't have to keep doing that I don't know maybe she got some advice from her attorneys to uh to respond to the jury i don't know Pro that's probably the case but the the uh you know the photos and 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 whatnot it just it's it seems a little far-fetched at this point that you know i think i think he's johnny depp is just somebody who's an older man who's with a younger woman he he is you know using and she decided to embarrass him and she did. She has embarrassed him. It has cost him a lot. It even said that it cost her $50 million. And I think the reason why it's cost her so much, and not just from a single project, they somebody testified recently that she lost based on a lot of the different things that, that endorsements and stuff. Excuse me, but, you know, when you bring, when you bring allegations like this, you know, you make statements like this, you know, if there, you should come from a definitely a place of where you, you know, if a woman is abused a thousand percent, they need to be supported and made to feel comfortable that they can come to the forefront, that they can, they can, you know, say these things and, and get their accusers, um, you know, to, uh, you know, on notice and they should have every resource available to them to be able to feel comfortable in bringing their accusers to justice. But I think in this point, the evidence and based on the testimony, it in the court of public opinion already, I think we've all kind of made our decision. We've kind of, uh, uh, we kind of understand. I, I, it, like I said, in my opinion, I believe Amber's lying. And I'm, you know, I've, I've said it before. I said, I said, I made a little quick comment, but I just really do. I think, uh, I think this is a big lesson for Johnny Depp and hopefully he learns from it. <laughs> like you better, you know, stop, stop using, stop abusing. Because if you don't, you're going to keep running into this type, these types of situations. <laughs> and you'll learn that when you get older there, Johnny, <laughs> you know, but it's just like, um, it's it's just uh it's kind of sad when you see you know when you start seeing these these videos of of them in vulnerable moments and I remember and and I'll say this I'll, I remember when I used to have vulnerable moments when I was uh you know abusing alcohol and I would wake up uh you know 
freaking hammered and then you know oh that we took pictures of you or we put this you know painted this or whatever whatever it may be you know when you're caught in these types of moments um you're mad you're mad you're angry and it wasn't until i realized the only reason why those those moments happen is because i put myself there and if i wanted them to stop i needed to stop and ever since i have not had any types of situations that are like that you know, because I don't, I don't uh, drink anymore, and so it's just it's it's a solution for me. I don't necessarily mean it's a solution for everybody, but for me, it's it's worked. But what are you gonna do? I hope he learns. I hope he learns from from what he did and and makes the changes he needs to make, and it's all good. I really do. But uh, as far as Amber, I hope she learns too. I hope, uh, you know. I hope she learns uh stop lying. <laughs> stop shitting on people's beds, bro. Oh damn. Oh damn. Somebody shit on somebody's bed. Okay. She denied it, but somebody. Somebody. Come on, man. <laughs> um, I did want to say uh, a couple of things that I watched uh recently is I did watch um the end of Ozark. And let me tell you something. I think I've I think I made there may be an episode couple years ago where I talked about how amazing this show was like this this TV show on Netflix went from zero to uh you know a hundred in the first 10 minutes the first season was fire like it it ended it ended at a thousand miles per hour and you were like oh my god I can't wait for a second season like that's how great this you know, show was, and now for those of you, I'm sorry, you better, hey, you better pay attention because I'm going to put out a spoiler right now. (laughs) So you pause the podcast, go watch it, go finish it, then you can come back to the podcast, but I'm going to put out a spoiler and it's not really a spoiler in terms of, and by the way, you've all been warned. Okay. If you're still listening, that's, it's coming out, but this show has been so fantastic. And one of the great things is when Marty got sent to Mexico and he was supposed to put people in line and he had to he had to, to, to do some tough decision making. And in the end, you know, you don't really know how they end up other than, you know, who isn't there at the top. You know that the the brother, uh, the, the the head drug dealer, what happens to him? You, you learn about, you know, uh, Ruth and, and this and that. But let me tell you what I wanted that did not happen. So it is kind of a spoiler. I wanted Marty to go to Mexico <laughs> I wanted him to go to Mexico and I wanted him to take over everything, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I wanted. I wanted Marty and I'm probably going to do a video about it, but I wanted Marty to, to, to take over and I wanted him to be like put in charge. And then he just, you know, boom. And then the, 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 the drug cartels run by, uh, you know, by a white accountant, <laughs> You know who has to wield his his iron hammer every once in a while, even though he hates it. And just, I think that would have been that would have been a, a crazy ending. I think that's you know, it's it's because it's so far out there. But you know, I think it would have made up for a crazy ending. And then you know, I'm not saying like Marty become like you know Mexican or something, but it just you know he from where he started to where he ends up, I thought it would have been a great kind of an escalation that would have been for me would have been fantastic um but uh it was a great you know i thought they did a great job final season 
you know, even when they did their little halfway, we're going to give you some episodes and then we're going to stop, we're going to pause it and then we'll give you some more episodes later. Like when they did that to me, I'm like, are you kidding me? Because it was really good. The only thing that I just didn't like is I didn't like uh, that one guy that played the the nephew. Um, he did a great job because if if uh, if somebody if you don't like them, they're doing a great job. So I did not like him. He did a great job <laughs> in his acting, but I just think that uh, when they started making him go out and do his own hits, he's the head of the drug cartel. Why is he doing his own hit? Like, come on, man, come on, man. Right. Like, I didn't like that, that I didn't, I didn't care for. Um, but speed, you know, but it ultimately the, the series ended very well. And I thought, you know, I was happy. I was happy with it. It was very, it had a very soprano esque ending. And if you've seen the Sopranos, um, then you know what I mean, where, you know, they all, they end up in a diner and then, you know, something, some guys come in and we don't know what's going to happen. And then it just faded to black. So there was, it was kind of along those lines, but, I enjoyed it. Glad I watched it. I highly recommend it. In regards to another show that just recently ended too. They ended it. Um, I don't know if it was on TV and then they put it on Netflix, but this is how I was watching it. I was watching it on Netflix, but it was Queen of the South. And I thought that what they did with this character for this female, how they took her from, you know, just a scared girlfriend of a drug guy mule and then escalate her character all the way up I thought was was a really it made for very very compelling uh tv I was all in it it was really great stories and and whatnot I did not care for the ending though for the ending I did not care for that I thought that the ending and then a spoiler again if you haven't seen it by now I'm, I'm just giving some spoilers but I just thought that they, you know, there was a couple seasons where her head uh, assassin, Pote, you know, or her right hand man, he, you know, he's he's in a compromised position, but he t- challenges the head guy to a knife fight. And because he is who he is, that he's, oh, okay. And then his men, his men from the other guy were like, you have to fight him. He's a legend. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, come on. Who does that? You know, there's an honor amongst thieves. I don't, I didn't believe it. I don't believe it. Um, but it, like I said, it made for compelling, uh, it made for compelling TV. <laughs> it was a good, it was a fun ride. It made for, uh, there was, you know, a fun little ending. It was a little predictable on a couple different areas, but, um, you know, I liked how they mixed in the C, like the government. I was going to say CIA, but I, I guess I just did. I liked how they did that because, you know, a lot of things that you see and you see and you read um, on how there was a, there was stuff that, that's happened in the past and and how, you know, you, you can see how different governments get involved and probably are involved. And so I thought that that was a great, it was a great way to mix that into the story. It was a great way to um, educate, but then it was, it just made for, for fun TV. And so that was the two endings of two shows that I really enjoyed, uh, for a while. And so I highly recommend it. That's why I'm telling you guys, um, in regards for me in an update, I will be traveling to Fresno this Saturday performing. And then the very next day when I come home, uh, that evening I go to the airport and then I am traveling to Norfolk, Virginia, where I will be jumping on a ship and I will be taking off and going and performing on the seas. Um, I don't necessarily know where I'm going, but I'm pretty sure it's 
somewhere tropical. <laughs> but anyway, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Funny Podcast. I greatly appreciate it. As I said, I understand it may be a little more serious than what you probably planned on. However, it's important. It's important to talk about these things. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you comment. Make sure you share it. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already done so. And thank you and have a great rest of your week.